Thanks for tuning in to our bonus episode preview. This is just a short sample of this week's exclusive Patreon episode. You can hear the episode in its entirety by becoming a member at patreon.com slash indoctrination, where you'll gain access to all of our exclusive episodes and merchandise. I am delighted to have Quinn Cummings with me today. And it is so nice to speak with you. Shout out to Rebecca who connected us. So I would love for you to spend a few moments introducing yourself. Hi, my name is Quinn Cummings. I have led a bunch of lives all at the same time. I have written four books. I was an actor when I was a child. I have designed a baby carrier for when my now 23-year-old was on my hip. I have a fair amount of social media presence for telling small stories on, I used to tell them on Twitter before that became an overt hellscape. And I am now uh, telling my stories in other venues. So, right. Your interest in the cult world, indoctrination, you know, undue influence. Um, What do you think kind of triggered it? I remember reading a book, an anthropologist had interviewed a bunch of women who led very different lives, one of whom was a woman who had been a dance major at, I want to say, Bennington in the 1950s, fell in love with and married one of her professors. And she followed him out to all sorts of the edges of the world where she ended up being his assistant and note taker for these things that they did. And then she ended up getting into, because she worked with the the indigenous women to take these notes, she learned some of their arts and their crafts. She got into textiles and she also raised her children, all this. And the author of this book said, do you feel badly that your major was dance? And she said, no, everything I did was informed by dance. The textiles were a dance. Watching a culture and taking notes was still watching it in terms of dance. So when I look at everything that I've done and everything that interests me, I love obsessives. I don't have to be obsessed like you're obsessed. I just have to watch your obsession work because I know myself. I'm. I toggle between I'm not a joiner and I don't do stuff. And no, I could totally see how people get slid into things. Because if you tell yourself you could not be called into a cult, you'll be in the first calling. But I love people who are fixated on things to the positive and the negative. But I love people who are fully, fully invested. Because I love watching the brain work that way. The downside of that are cults. Mm-hmm. Right. If we can touch on your acting career just for a moment, because I do want to talk about other things, but just being in a realm that has its own culture, that has this intensity to it, obsessional quality to, you know, for some people, influence, manipulation. I mean, you know, you were exposed to a lot of it as a young child. I hope protected from some of it, but maybe not always. But there can be this 
uh, way of kind of causing someone to feel a certain way about themselves, feel a certain way about the world, just by virtue of being on camera or being in that industry. And I don't know if we can kind of hearken back to that time for a moment, what you remember there. I would say that what that gave me as far as my fascination with obsessives is if you are the only child in an adult environment, it's a very unique position to be in. I was frequently the only child. There are former child actors. There are children who were always like on a show with other kids or they, uh, you know, they were in large groups. My mother's joke was if I got a call back on a commercial and they were setting up families like, OK, let's get that daddy in. And all right, that's the mom. And now we need two kids, Quinn and that boy over there. My mother's attitude was we may as well go home. I never got anything where it was a collective of children. There is something about me that repelled other children on camera. So I was frequently, if not always, the only child in an adult space. This does a lot of different things for different personalities. I'm inclined towards being observational. This made me highly observational. If the Loud family taught us anything in the 1970s is, it's amazing how quickly you forget you're being observed and children observe. And I think I learned children are great at, at sussing out that which is not true. Now, they may then tell themselves, no, no, this is true, because if the lie is existential, if believing the lie seems to be the difference between life and death, well, then they're going to by the lie fully and completely. But children, and then leading into pre-adolescence, are genetically equipped to start seeing hypocrisy, seeing the chasm between that which is and that which the adult is saying. And I would watch these people and I would think, you think you're special, but you are a type. I have seen you all over the place. Now, I was inclined towards hypervigilance and cynicism. So that means you sum up people fairly quickly and go, okay, I know who you are, moving on. But I do think what it provided me that worked so well for me is that I liked being the only child in an adult environment. I know for a lot of people, it wasn't a healthy or productive place to be. It worked fine for me. It worked beyond fine for me. It was where I, it was, where I was designed to be. And I'm not saying that because I was meant to be an actor. I'm saying that I am designed to stand at the edges of things and observe. It's where I'm happiest. The other thing that my life has led me is that I tend to be thrown or throw myself into things very intensely for a short period of time, even as a child. Okay, I'm going to go work now for three weeks and I will have in-jokes with these people and we're going to have this whole world together and then we're all going to hug and then we're going to go back. So it was very intense and felt very real when you were in it. I think maybe that's also part of my fascination with cults is that I do understand how quickly a community can feel more real than the thing you've left. But having jumped in and out of it so often as a child, I'm looking at them saying, it's not real. I get that it feels real. It's not real. <laughs> 